This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. Welcome to this, our podcast, Timothy Put the Cattell On. I'm Sarah Cattell and this is my co-host, Timothy R. Andrews. Hi, Tim. Hey, Sarah. Happy New Year. And to you. Any resolutions? Some, but I can't tell you about it. My mother listens to this podcast. Okay, well, I'm going to like lose three stones, stop smoking, stop drinking. Um, All those things I said last year, just try again. Keep trying. God loves a trier, right? We all know you can be extremely trying. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never hear the end of it. (laughs) Timothy, put the cartel on Timothy, put the cartel on is a podcast looking at issues within hospitality solutions and inspirational stories The podcast is shared on all major platforms iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud and Spotify and it's marketed on social media. This interview was recorded at the end of 2020. Uh, we have Dee Vadugal, who's the business development manager from Food Surplus Sharing Platform, Plan Zeros. Welcome, Dee. Hi, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. It's great to have you here with us today. So can you tell us about Plan Zeros and what it does? Yes, of course. We at Plan Zeros are essentially food waste heroes or zero food waste heroes, as we like to call ourselves. We essentially run a brokering system between businesses that have surplus food and charities that need it. Most of these interactions now take place online. Um, So if a business has surplus food to donate, they log in and they just simply upload details of it. And once that donation has gone live, all of the charities in their nearby vicinity will get a notification. And it's really, really instant. They, um, a charity, if they're interested, can claim it and then they can make arrangements amongst themselves to go and collect it. It's quite unique in that we're quite an instant model. We are very light, so we don't have any need for storing food or any distribution centres. We don't need to have a fleet of vehicles either because quite often charities will organise the collection themselves. So we were established about 10 years ago. We became a registered charity about six years ago. We have been operating online since 2015. Having the platform has meant that our food donations have gone up exponentially just because the transaction is so, so instantaneous and so simple for users at both ends. It really is. Actually, I've used Plan Zeros um, to redistribute some surplus uh, for a contact of mine. I was asked to redistribute, I think it was 40 or 60 kilos of ground cinnamon, which is, yeah, it's a strange, a strange thing to have. And, you know, aside from perhaps doing some kind of record breaking nationwide cinnamon challenge, I didn't really know what to do with it. So It went on to Plan Zeros and I think it was gone by the next day from a food charity um, who just needed it for their kitchen stores because they do hundreds and hundreds of meals every week for the homeless. It's incredible. It is great, but I'm curious, what does 40 kgs of cinnamon look like? It looks like big sacks, but it smells like Christmas. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm really glad we could help. And that, that's a great thing about us um, because we work with such a variety of charities. There is always someone somewhere that can utilise the donation that, that is posted. Some of our charities have kitchens and storerooms. Some of our charities don't. Some of our charities hire kitchens and might have really limited utensil, access to utensils and things like that. But by and large, we find that any food in any format, so in any quantity, so whether it's fresh, frozen, meat, veg, confectionery, anything will be accepted by somebody within our charity group. And what's great is that you don't have to think about it. So, Tim, if you did find yourself with, I don't know, say 100 kilos of cabbages, you wouldn't have to think who would like these cabbages because the platform does that for you. It finds these people. That's right. Yeah. So, Dee, I've seen on your website, there's some big old numbers on there of the amount of tons of surplus food that you have redistributed and also that there was the equivalent of 350,000 meals provided now has that gone up yes that has that's gone up um, considerably actually funnily enough most of our donors are actually um, in the hospitality industry so we have lots of restaurants that donate to us or donate via us uh, hotel groups big catering companies who are based um, inside office blocks for example And at the start of the year, things were really, really tough in terms of obtaining food donations. The donations just plummeted overnight as businesses had to close their doors at very short notice. And so the volume of donations that we've seen across the platform as a whole, the number of donations has somewhat decreased. But what we found, especially either side of both lockdowns, is that companies who do have to shift big volumes of food at very short notice are able to do so by giving us a call. We've definitely surpassed the amount of food that we've diverted from landfill this year. This has largely been as a result of maybe 10 really, really large donations as opposed to the normal number of um, donations we'd have every month. And is that because of the lockdowns coming in and out? Yes, yeah, very much. Um, And in some cases, sadly, we've seen businesses have had to close permanently as well. So, um, you know, we're helping them clear out stock rooms and things like that. But it's not going to waste, which is a great thing. Absolutely. So where is most of your food going? Mostly charities, mostly in London. We're a London-based charity. However, the technology allows us to build these connections between businesses and charities anywhere that Google Maps works. So we do have relationships with businesses as far as Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds, Edinburgh and Glasgow. Uh, We're hopefully going to be working on some projects in Jersey as well in the new year. It's exactly the same process. If a business has surplus food and they're registered to the platform, they can donate it and charities will collect it. The types of charities that we work with in London, they range from homeless shelters and people that run outreach services, work with people that are um, experiencing homelessness that could, you know, that could do with a hot meal, warm supplies and things like that. Then we work with community organisations such as the Real Junk Food Project. So we connected with them at the start of the first lockdown. Similarly, they run a community outreach programme where they provide food packages to families that might be struggling to make ends meet. And they also have an honesty cafe as well. So they make hot dishes with some of the food that they save from landfill. Um, which they sell on at at a nominal price. Um, But people that come and enjoy the food can also pick up 
groceries and fruit and vegetables for a really, really small um, donation. How did Plan Zeros come about? What inspired it? Plan Zeros was originally founded by three members, Lottie, Maria Anna and Chris Wilkie. Chris is still on the board of trustees. He's very, very active as the chair. And Lottie is um, the heart and soul of Plan Zeros, really. She experienced hunger firsthand as a refugee during World War II um, that led to the vision of a world where no one should go hungry. She's in her 90s now, but to this day, she still talks about experiencing panic if she's in the queue at the post office for example and how she'll always pack a sandwich if she does go out she's not she's not as mobile as perhaps she was 10 years ago um, but it's had a really really long lasting impact on her and so this vision that no one should go hungry kind of came about with this idea that we should be able to take surplus food. We should be able to find surplus food and get it to people that need it before it has a chance to go to waste. Thank you for sharing. That's amazing. What a vision and the fact that she's still doing it. Yes, yeah, she's still really, really active and involved with everything that Plan Zeros do. Plan Zeros. What does that mean? Why is it called Plan Zeros? What's the story? That's a really good name, you know, and it's it's sort of like um, a bit of a marmite of a name. Either you love it or you just don't get it. When Plan Zeros was born, it was all around this idea that Marks and Spencers at the time had their Plan B. And Plan B was talking about their sustainability commitments, better fishing practices, better garment making practices, that sort of thing. Plan Zeros take on things at the time was that there is no Plan B. You know, you've either got plan A, which is fix everything now, or we go to plan Z with a last option, as it were. What does the future hold for plan zeros? We've had to move with the times quite rapidly. This year has been quite difficult for all charities. There was a recent Guardian article that reported an estimated loss of £6.4 billion across the charitable giving as a whole and we're very much included in that essentially the more money we manage to raise the more meals we manage to get to people that need them the demand for food banks has gone up exponentially as well during covid i think the demand went up over 80 percent during that time was it eight zero 84 um to be precise um, yeah and of course that comes back to us because our charities contact us asking desperate for donations that just aren't available and anytime a donation is posted on our platform we're noticing that it's claimed within seconds rather than perhaps minutes or hours which is what would have happened before. Food waste is a huge problem it's something that has been around for a really long time and we're hoping that as companies and organisations become a lot more conscious that there will be an active effort in reducing it. At the moment, we waste something like 9.5 million tonnes per year of food, 70% of which comes from households. At the same time, 8.4 million people go hungry or face food insecurity. And that's the equivalent of the size of the population of London at the moment. It's colossal. That's mad. That's crazy. So, um... For the new year, we do, of course, work with businesses that have surplus food. So we're going to work more closely with some of those businesses and, you know, demonstrate our value to them, especially being able to help them at such short notice during sudden business closures. 
Um, so we're going to be trying to implement things like payroll giving, um, which will help us to guarantee a regular income stream. We're going to be looking for businesses to sponsor us. So we'd be their charity of the year. And in turn, we can offer lots of CSR type opportunities. And all being well, we're really, really hoping that we'll be able to host a lot more events like Walk for a Thousand again. It would be fantastic to bring something like that back again. Is that the event that was held at Borough Market? That's correct, yes. So um, Walk for a Thousand was born in 2016 um, and it was hosted by School of Walk, who had been introduced to Plan Zeros and had started working with Plan Zeros that year. And I guess it's it's that whole thing about um, small businesses, small charities making an impact in your direct community that you can see. I think that was the attraction. And it was a way of asking companies to take part in the team building corporate social responsibility or CSR event, having a really fun day, but all the time raising awareness about food waste and food poverty and the food that was the, the meals that were cooked. So there were over a thousand meals cooked at each event went to a thousand individuals in within local charities around Southwark, around, around Borough Market. And of course, I was in the food to feed the participants as well. And year on year, the event has just grown in popularity. It's absolutely priceless. If I'm an employer of a food business, what can I do to get in touch with you? Give us a call or the quickest, most instant way is to register via our website. So just go to planzeros.org. That's P-L-A-N. Z-H-E-R-O-E-S dot O-R-G planzeros.org I did mention that all charities have suffered but um, by helping Plan Zeros we're helping lots and lots of other charities as well. Thank you. Thank you guys as well. It's been really good. All right. right. Speak soon. Take care. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. Please share, subscribe and like. We look forward to you joining us in the next episode of Timothy, Put the Cattell On, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play and YouTube. Timothy, Put the Cattell On! This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury Minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four... This part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. 
get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started?